when everyone was waiting impatiently for their favorite hockey team to get back to playing if only their opponents would stop coming down with COVID. Well, guess what? Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Six, count them, six players were placed on the Penguins' COVID protocol list. The first time anybody has been added to it since mid-November. And this emerged yesterday, just before the team took the ice for practice in Cranberry. Evan Rodriguez, Teddy Bluger, Tristan Jari, John Marino, Mike Matheson, Dominic Simone. Six of them. Now, before I get into anything else related to this, I will remind that it is a health issue and it's not to be lightly dismissed and whatever else here. So Mike Sullivan did say right after the practice that for the most part, the players who are in the protocol, these six, are doing well. He described them as having, and I quote, directly mild, almost cold-like symptoms, acknowledging that some are also flat-out asymptomatic. So... Great. That's out of the way. What's not out of the way is the hockey issue. Yeah, now it sure feels like, because it is, more okay to talk about things like that than it was in the middle of 2020. Remember when it was like, oh, how can you even think about sports? How can you talk about sports? Well, at the time, there were a lot of things we didn't know about COVID, and there were no vaccines. First shot, second shot, booster, nothing. We were flying blind, and we were doing so without a seatbelt. These are different times. I don't believe that I've ever heard Sullivan come right out and describe players' symptoms or lack thereof as openly and honestly as he did yesterday. I'm not about to read anything into that, but if that were me, I'd be doing so with a purpose. I'd want people to know, hey, they've got this, but, you know, it's not what it was. You know, things are a little different now. We're not worried about someone getting this or having a great chance of getting this and having some kind of significant down period or much worse. It's just now right out there. It's okay to say, because it's okay to acknowledge that there are vaccines, there is a minimization of this illness. And for this specific variant, the Omicron, while Everyone recognizes that it's way more contagious. You are now seeing everyone way more readily pronounce. And by everyone, I'm not talking about, you know, people reading their Facebook pages. I'm talking about scientists saying this one just isn't as bad. This one does behave just like a standard virus, something you shake off after a day or two. And... 
the more and more and more this comes around, the more you're going to hear descriptions like the one that Sullivan offered. So that out of the way, I'll say it again. It's all right to talk about the hockey implications, and I'll do that. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals for those in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Here, for now, this is where the Penguins stand as it relates to COVID. They had their next game, the next one on the schedule anyway, postponed already. That was supposed to be the one tomorrow night in Toronto. Maple Leafs had a ton of cases and the border this and the border that, and that was the end of it. Now, the next scheduled game is Friday, also in Canada, but in Ottawa. And the Senators have had guys piling up on their COVID list as well. So who knows where that'll go and who knows how much it's going to impact the decision of the border people and allowing the American team that just had an outbreak uh, to cross over into the country. I would imagine that one's going to be off before long, but we'll see. In the interim, the Penguins were back on the ice yesterday in Cranberry, and that's a good thing in and of itself. And they are trying to keep themselves in a mind frame that the next game they're going to play will, in fact, take place. Here's what Chris Letang had to say on that subject yesterday. I mean, I like they didn't say anything. They're they're in uh, in the unknown, kind of like us. You know, they we got the Toronto game postponed, but uh, we still don't know about Ottawa. So um, we just have to prepare like we're going to play uh, against Ottawa, and uh, if we don't, we just uh, go back out there and and try to practice and and get as healthy as possible as we can get. And, um, it's just the way it is right now, you know, in the unknown, you just go day by day and um, try to get back into it. You know, it was a it was a little bit longer break than uh, usual. Um, so, you know, try to get back into it, get in shape and get ready to go. And what else are you going to do, right? If they tell you that come Thursday, you're getting on a charter and you're flying north of the border and everything's okay, we're going to take up a a taxi squad, a bunch of those guys are going to be added from Wilkes-Barre. And we're going to play hockey. And the Senators are going to be told the same thing, that they have to put together a roster. They have to be prepared for it. They have to be prepared for it, not just physically, but also mentally. And that, if you must know, is the way I'm thinking about all this. Unapologetically. I'm thinking about the hockey component. They play hockey for a living. I cover hockey for a living. So I'm looking at their situation, and I see the guys show up on the COVID list, and one of those being Jari, and I'm thinking about the hockey. I'm thinking about this team's ongoing, still 
seven-game winning streak. COVID can't break winning streaks. And I'm thinking about all the things that this team was doing well through that winning streak. And I'm thinking about ways that they can regain some of that momentum. I don't mean to dismiss the other guys. Evan Rodriguez has only been this team's best forward to date. He's on that list. They'd have to do some different things. Now, fortunately for the Penguins, they're getting some guys gradually coming back. Brian Rust spoke after practice yesterday. He he was wearing a, a full contact, regular old sweater about being back this weekend. Evgeny Malkin was wearing that kind of sweater, but he's not expected back that soon, according to Sullivan. You're starting to see some guys come back as well, but the the, the getting back of that momentum is going to have to precede the sustaining of said momentum. And I think that's going to be a challenge. This team is wired to be wired. Uh, they need to be amped up and in people's faces in order to be successful. And that isn't often achieved with the snap of a finger, something we've talked a lot about over the last couple of years as it relates to the Sullivan system. But I think it's going to take a little bit of time. I don't think it'll be instant, but I sure would welcome seeing them try it Friday night in Ottawa. You know why? Because it's the next game on the schedule. You know another reason why? The last time they were up there was a complete disaster, and they'd love to erase that, wouldn't they? When we come back, just one question. Just one question that's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash DK. FuboTV.com slash DK. And today's J1Q comes from Shane, who asks, will the long layoff help or hinder the integration of Rust and Malkin into the roster? Well, those are two very different integrations, Shane, as you know. Uh, Rust has only been out for a handful of weeks, and Malkin hasn't played since the last time he was shaking hands with Islanders. So the... Far, far bigger adjustment will belong to Gino, of course. And for the record, Gino, similarly to what I was discussing uh, there at the end of the first segment, he needs time. Uh, he always has. He's never been one to just roll out of bed, figuratively speaking, after an extended layoff and look like his best self. He doesn't have his legs right away. He doesn't have his brain right away. And I'm not telling you anything he wouldn't tell you himself. The Penguins were very fortunate this past regular season when he came back later on in the process and was just terrific right out of the gate. That is very much the exception for him. 
As for Rust, I mean, you know, he's Rust. He only plays one way. He's no longer prone to the massive slumps he used to have uh, when he was younger. Although he went through a goal-scoring drought earlier this season, he kept playing so well that hardly anybody noticed it, myself included. This is what Rust had to say yesterday about where he is right now, mentally. Yeah, um, obviously, uh, anytime you get hurt, it's not ideal. Obviously, I only played 12 games, thought I was playing decent and getting better, and then something unfortunate happens, and got, had to miss some, miss some more time, but uh, hopefully I, I can uh, come back healthy here and get back to playing well and helping this team keep winning games. Short answer to all of this, Shane, is that Gino's going to take a while, Rust won't, but going back to your original question, you asked if the layoff will help or hinder these guys. I am of the belief that with a roster that's got so many important players of age, that every break they get along the way in this regular season is a plus, provided that the team can get into the playoffs with or without them. All that time that Sidney Crosby missed to open this season is going to end up benefiting him in the playoffs. Same goes for Gino and Rust and Jake and everybody. Everybody's missed time. So far, everybody's going to continue to miss time, I guess, other than Latang, but he doesn't need to worry about that since he's not even human when it comes to endurance. This is going to be a plus for this team, but I will repeat the qualifier. They need to get into the playoffs. That is not automatic in this Metro division. I appreciate the question, Shane. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do one tomorrow. 